Shelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, at the same time by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. And now, here's exciting news for thousands of fellas and girls who've already joined up as junior pilots in the new 1940 flight patrol. If you are one of those who joined about a week ago, your spinning propeller medal of membership is now ready for you to pick up. So go back to the Skelly service station where you got your junior pilot card... And your spinning propeller medal will no doubt be waiting for you. However, if it isn't there now, it's in the mail and it should be there for you in a day or so. And say, will you be tickled to pieces when you see it. Why, here's a letter from one enthusiastic young flight patrol member who was lucky enough to get his medal yesterday. It's from Jimmy Moss of Evanston, Illinois. He says, Dear Captain Midnight, Boy, am I having fun with my new spinning propeller medal of membership. I just got it this morning. I'm having a circus with it. All the kids at school are crazy about that spinning propeller. They had me spin it for them at recess today to choose sides for pom-pom pull-away. See, I, I think I know how to find the meaning of that secret password already. I'll write you again when I have it all figured out. But meantime, thanks a million. And the letter is signed... The letter is signed... Jimmy Moss. Say, wasn't that a swell letter? And I'm see your very own spinning... Pro- you see your very own spinning propeller medal of membership. So, remember, if you've... Oh, remember, if you've already joined, your spinning propeller medal of membership is probably ready for you at your Skelly service station right now. And station, right now. And station, right now. And station, right now. And if you haven't joined, say, Jingle Penny, here's all you do. Jingle Penny, here's all you do. Service station, the next time you're out riding with mother or dad, tell your Skelly man... You want to join the new 1940 flight patrol? Join the new 1940 flight patrol junior pilot's application card right away. He'll send right in for your spinning propeller medal of in for your spinning propeller medal of membership, and he'll put your name on the list for all the wonderful big gifts and for all the wonderful big gifts and presents that are coming later. But don't delay. Ask. But don't delay. Ask mother or dad to stop at your Kelly service station with you tonight. Service station with you tonight. And now to Captain Midnight. Last time you remember, Patsy and Ma Donovan, Pinky and Slim, escaped from capture by shark's men by using the captured pilot Zollinger as a shield as they escaped from the cabin in which they were seemingly trapped. Thinking that Captain Midnight and Chuck were probably nearby in the darkness, Patsy tried to communicate with them by using a signal she and Chuck formerly used in their grammar school days, imitating the screech of a hoot owl. Our scene today is with Chuck and Captain Midnight in the shadows not very far away from the now-deserted cabin in which Patsy and her friends had been hiding. Suddenly, above the sighing of the wind, they hear... Blinkin' beacons, Red. There's that owl again. Don't move, Chuck. Something strange about this. There's something... Gee, I don't know what, but... Well, it's like trying to remember a name you know perfectly well. Yes, I wonder... There it is again, Red. Listen. What? I wonder if that could be possible. Wait a minute. What do you mean, Chuck? You wonder if what could be possible? Well, it just went through my mind like a flash, Red. Yeah. When Patsy and I were kids in grammar school, we used to make a call like that. Uh, sort of a signal. Say, do you suppose... 
Do you still remember how to make that call? Oh, I can try. All right, now listen. Go ahead. We can't be much worse off than we are right now. Here goes. Say, that's pretty good. Now listen. There's the answer. It's Patsy. Well, it must be. Are you sure, Chuck? Oh, gosh, Ed, I'm not positive, but I don't see who else it could be. Yeah. All right, Chuck. We'll know soon enough. Now listen. You hoot again, just like you did before. And if you get an answer right away, then that'll prove it. Shall I go ahead? Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Hey, kid, you're getting better. Oh, gee, Red, isn't that swell? It is, Patsy. There can't be any doubt. You bet. That proves it as far as I'm concerned. Now, look, Chuck, we've got to be mighty careful. If I'm right, we're surrounded by enemies on every side. Now, we've got to contact Patsy and the others, but at the same time, we've got to protect them. Now, I understand what you mean, Dan. We mustn't draw attention to their hiding place. That's it, exactly. Now, then, I thought that sound came from our left. Oh, that's what I thought, too. All right, let's go. I'll lead the way and you follow. Keep on my heels and let's try not to make any more noise than possible. Okay, Red, lead on. must have been going in the wrong direction. It seems to me we should have found them by this time. Yes, I thought so too, Chuck. All right, now, wait a minute. Let's look over the situation. Well, straight ahead of us leads downhill mm -hmm. into a sort of a valley. I can't quite make out what it is. It's so dark. Yeah, well, the question is, are they down there in that ravine or to our left up on the hill? It seems to me they'd be in whichever's the best hiding place. Well, there's no doubt about that. The question is, which is the best hiding place? I think I'd better signal again, don't you? Well, I, I don't want you to, but... Well, I guess you'll have to. If we do too much of this hooting, some of Shark's men may get suspicious. We might also stumble right onto a nest of them. Yes, that's the one thing we can't afford to let happen. I should say not. If anything happened to us, I don't know where the rest of our bunch would be. Well, all right, go ahead then, Chuck. Let's give another hoot. Listen, Red. Listen to that. Patsy's to our left. Up the hill. Yes, you're right, Chuck. Come on, follow me. Oh, look, Red. We're running into the cliff. Yes, I see. Go easy, Chuck. Oh, what's that, Red? See? Where? Where, Chuck? Where? That big boulder to our right. Huh? There's something on the other side of it. But it looks like a man's head and shoulders. Chuck, you're right. It is a man. The only thing is, it might be one of Shark's men. Shall I hoot again? No, Chuck. No, don't do that. I've got to find some other way. I know what to do. There's another signal Patsy will understand. There is? Well, what is it? It's a low whistle, repeated two times. If Patsy hears it, she'll reply with three whistles. Okay, Chuck. But first, get back in the shadow of the street. Come on. If that fellow's an enemy, we don't want him taking a pot shot at you. Okay. How's this? Now, just a minute. Yeah. Okay, this is all right. All right, now go ahead. Gee, it's her all right. All right, now listen. Call out in a low tone. Hey, Patsy. I hear you, Chuck. Here we are. Okay, Patsy. Come on, Red. Okay, go ahead, Chuck. Where are you, Patsy? Over here, Chuck. Come on, Red. Come on, Chuck. Gee, Chuck, we're glad to see you. Where's Red? He's right behind me. Here he is. Oh, hello, Patsy. Oh, where's Maul? Here I am, Chuck. Oh, praise be the saints. I didn't know when I'd ever lay eyes on you two again. Well, that's what we were afraid of about you. Where's Pinky and Slim? They're out on guard. 
Pete, he's over by that rock. Yes, we could see him from below. He better get down behind that rock, or when the shark's men will pick him off. Oh, gosh, Patsy, he was sure worried about all of you. Did you see the shack? Yes, we did, Patsy. One end of it is completely blown out. Well, that's our lucky stars. We got out just in time. Well, uh, how was the shack blown up? By one of those black planes. Oh, but praise be, we weren't there by that time. Gosh, how did you get out? Aren't there a lot of sharks men on the ground? I'll say there are. And you took an awful chance coming out like that? Oh, it wasn't so much of a chance because, you see, we had that injured pilot with us and we used him as a shield. Hmm, not a bad idea, then. Well, where is he now? Right behind us in the mouth of this cave. Oh, I thought he was injured pretty bad. Sure, and that's what we thought. But when Pinky put a gun in his ribs, he got up and moved plenty fast. I'd like to find out about that fellow. I have an idea that... sure something mighty strange about him. Has he said anything? Not a sound has he uttered since you brought him in from that wreck. I don't know whether he's putting on an act or not. Well, if you ask me, that's just what he's doing. The question is, what are we going to do with him? Gosh, Red, what are we going to do? Uh, That's all arranged, Patsy. We're going back into the mountains to a place that Chuck and I know of. Gee, Ma, did you hear that? Isn't that swell? But listen, Red, huh? we've told you what's happened to us, but you haven't said a word about yourself. What's happened to us? You mean what hasn't happened to us? Yes, that's about it, Patsy. So much has happened to us that, well, it'll take a couple of hours to tell about it. But anyway, tell us what's happened to Major Steele. All right. He and that agent of his, Bud Conley, are in the Spartan on their way to the border. As soon as they cross it, they'll find an airport and land. Sure, and what might they be going that far away for? Well, you see, it's like this, Mrs. Donovan. Chuck and I were in the black two-seater. Well, we met the Spartan in the air. Thinking it was flown by Shark's men, we started a scrap. Then suddenly we discovered Major Steele and Conley were in it. Can you tie that? Glory be. Not so long. But you still haven't told us why they're flying across the border. Well, in the fight, one of our shots must cripple their landing gear. Anyway, they couldn't uh, lower it, so they decided to fly across the border and land on a friendly field where they can get both help for the ship and for us. Gee, that's well. But they'll be cracking up when they land, won't they? No, I don't think so. In the retracted position, the wheels are below the wing a little bit. I think Major Steele can set it on all right. What time will they get back? They should get back by noon tomorrow. <laughs> you mean today? Hmm? It's after 12 o'clock already. Oh, gosh. I didn't realize it was that late. Well, how soon do we start to this place you picked out, Ned? Just a few minutes, Patsy. Oh, uh, how do you feel, Mrs. Donovan? Have you had any rest? Oh, sure, and I haven't closed a knife for I don't know how long. But I'm good for a few hours yet. <laughs> Don't forget you can't lick the Irish. <laughs> no, Mrs. Donovan, I have good reason to know that. But that gets us back to this prisoner. What are we going to do with him? Well, first, I want to take a look at him. Where is he, Patsy? This way, a few steps, Red. Okay, you lead the way. Anybody got a light here? Mm. Here's my flashlight. Oh, swell, swell, sir. Here, let me have it, will you? Here you are. Uh, thanks. There he is, Red, lying on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'll snap on this light and we'll take a look at him. Sure, and he acts the same as the others have. Lying on his back with his eyes wide open. Well, I'm going to give him another chance to answer another question. Listen, fella. Can you hear what I'm saying? I don't think he can hear you. He's either deaf or he lost his hearing in that crash. Now, wait a minute, Chuck. I'll try once more. Now, listen to me. If you can hear me, nod your head. He's a good actor, if you ask me. Maybe his neck hurts so he can't move it. He didn't have any trouble walking. Hmm. But I don't believe he can hear his expression hasn't changed a single bit. He's got the strangest look in his eyes. Sort of as though he was grateful to us. I've had the same feeling, Chuck. I think he knows we've done our best to help him. Yeah. I wouldn't be trusting him for a second. He's up to no good or he wouldn't be flying for Ivan Shark. Oh, I don't know about that, Mrs. Donovan. Sometimes men get into Shark's power and can't help themselves. Uh, just the same. A person's judged by the kind of company he keeps. Well, Red, 
What are we going to do? Let him lie there for just a few seconds. Let all of us step away here. Okay, Red. Where? Over this way. Follow me. Come on, Ma. All right. But I don't like the idea of leaving this fellow alone. All right. Wait a minute. Oh, this is far enough. I didn't want to talk in front of that fellow. Although he's probably heard a lot already. Are we going to take him with us? Well, that's just what I'm going to decide right now. For the moment, I can't see any value in taking him along. Well, we could use him for protection again, just as we did before. Somehow, I've got a hunch that won't work again. Especially if we're bombed from the air. From what I've seen of Ivan Shark, he won't care whether this man's life is sacrificed or not. And there's something else there. Huh? If this fellow can hear, he may have overheard us talking about one Paredes hunting lodge. That Chuck is the deciding factor. We've got to keep Paredes camp a secret. So we'll take him along. Quick! Huh? Look over there! Look, Red. Somebody's running. What? It's our prisoner, the injured pilot. He's escaping. Hurry, Red, hurry! Well, the injured pilot, whose name we know to be Zollinger, has seized an opportunity to escape. But what is the truth about him? Is he actually deaf and dumb, or did the Christ destroy his power of speech and hearing? Tune in tomorrow to Captain Midnight. Say, uh, if one of your best friends was going to miss out on something that you knew was going to be more fun than anything you ever heard of, You'd want to tell him about it so he could take part in it, too. Isn't that right? Well, that's why I want to say this to you fellas and girls who haven't yet joined the new 1940 Flight Patrol. Don't miss out on all the thrills and adventure and free presents that are coming for all of us. Join up tonight. It doesn't cost a penny. All you do is drive over to your Skelly service station with mother or dad. Your Skelly man will see that you get your junior pilot's card and the big spinning propeller medal of membership and all the rest. But say, do it tonight, won't you? So you won't miss out on a single bit of the fun that's ahead for every member. Now, don't forget to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight. Brought to you by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Does Captain Midnight dare to try to catch the escaping prisoner? How much has this man overheard? And meanwhile, what is Ivan Shark doing? Be sure to listen tomorrow. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your skelly man, saying goodbye and happy.